Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of KX's Wrestling Podcast. Today, we will be discussing WWE SmackDown Live, the May 29th, 2018 edition from North Carolina State University. Okay, so let's get right into it. All right, the opening of SmackDown consisted of Samoa Joe making his entrance to the ring. Okay, and then he proceeds to, you know, at a certain point, he proceeds to pull out a ladder from underneath the ring and he sets it up in the middle of the ring. And then he goes on to cut a promo to Daniel Bryan coming out. And then uh, at some point, I guess Cass comes out. You know, um, and when Daniel Bryan came out, it was pretty much to address uh, Samoa Joe talking about his wife and kid. And, you know, um, I guess he pretty much, he had challenged Samoa Joe at that point. That would be my guess. That's pretty much what I can gather from it, what I can remember from it. So, um, Cass coming out, uh, he came out in like a suit and with a crutch, still favoring his leg, I guess. Um, at this point, it's said that uh, he, he's still cleared to compete, though he could be injured. Um, so, with that said, it's like, is he is he injured or is he not injured? I mean, at this point, nobody really knows, but it seems like if he is... Maybe it's a minor injury, or maybe WWE is trying to downplay the seriousness of the injury. Um, but I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I guess time will tell. Um, so pretty much after that segment, you know, we moved on to match number one. Um, this was Nakamura versus Ty Dillinger. And I don't know. This was a weird matchup and a weird style matchup as well. Um, with Nakamura... For the most part, all you're going to see is kicks and knees, let's be honest. Um, a lot of other people can, you know, they'll say different things. Um, he, you know, he was great in Japan and great in NXT. And, um, I, don't, I don't know about all that because, honestly, like, I watched him in NXT because there was a lot of hype going on, you know, when it was discovered that he was coming to WWE. There was a lot of hype. Um, a lot of people were excited. Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. You know, Shinsuke Nakamura is coming to WWE. He's coming to WWE. This is a great thing. It's amazing. It's incredible. It's fantastic. Imagine all the dream matches, yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, I heard all the hype. So I was like, okay, this guy must be pretty damn good. You know, everybody's, you know, high-fiving him. You know, everybody's giving him props and saying he was excellent and incredible and fantastic and, you know, the best wrestler alive today and so on and so forth. So I was like, all right, I'm going to give this guy a chance. You know, so I watched Nakamura in NXT. I saw his first match over there. I was like, okay, I'm going to see what this guy's all about. You know, he's getting all this hype. Everybody swears he's so incredible. Um, I, I watched his first first match over there. I wasn't impressed. I was like, okay, I saw a lot of kicks and knees. I didn't see a lot of wrestling. All right, maybe, maybe he'll eventually, you know, start doing moves. Maybe he'll eventually start wrestling. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll give him about two months. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all right, so two months roll by. Still seeing the same crap. You know, kicks and knees, kicks and knees, kicks and knees, and taunts. You know, that's, that's all you're really seeing. Kicks, knees, taunts, maybe some elbows. That's all you're really seeing. You're not seeing wrestling. And it's like, okay, I give up. This guy apparently is not going to do any wrestling moves. Um, I don't know what all the hype is about. I don't know what the hype is still about. Um, I haven't seen this greatness that everybody's talking about. I still have yet to see it. Um, and, and once again, the argument can be made, you know, it's, it's going to be made because people just, you know, they just repeat the same thing over and over again. Yeah, but he did, he did this and that in Japan, and he was great in Japan, and he was the best wrestler in Japan. And, you know, but once again, I reiterate, 
this isn't Japan, you know what I'm saying? He's not in Japan anymore. He's in America, you know what I'm saying? He's in the biggest wrestling organization in the world, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not seeing him do all this incredible stuff that he's supposedly capable of doing. Um, I even watched the one match he had in TNA. Um, That match wasn't nothing impressive. I think in in that match he went over Elix Skipper. And honestly, Elix Skipper should have won that match because he's the more talented of the two. You know, and, I, and like I said, I didn't see anything impressive then. I don't see anything impressive now. And honestly, I think if I actually did go back and watch what he did in Japan, I don't, th- I don't even think I'd be impressed by that. You know, I'd actually be surprised if he did, you know, moves. If he, you know, if he did wrestling moves, you know, because I don't see him doing it in WWE. I don't see it happening. And you know, I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't, know, and I still don't understand why. I still don't understand why they're booking matches between AJ Styles and Nakamura. I don't see it. I don't see the reason behind it. Like, they're going to be going at it for like the seventh or eighth time by the time Money in the Bank comes around, which is pretty much around the corner from now. Um, Well, there's a couple more weeks to wait. You know, at least another two weeks and some change for Money in the Bank. So, you know, like I said, we're going into like the seventh or eighth match here. And, And this includes dark matches. You know, I'm not including just, you know, regular matches that everybody sees I'm talking about it, they had at least two dark matches as well um one was you know yeah they do these dark matches after smackdown and one of them aj styles yeah aj styles won one of them and then another one somebody interfered i think it was either daniel bryan or Cass or somebody interfered in like the second dark match they had i can't remember exactly but you know correct me and at whatever point i'm wrong if you feel the need Anyway, so um, just getting into that. Nakamura and Ty Dillinger. Um, like I said, weird style matchup. I wasn't a fan of the match. I'm not really a fan of either guy in this match. Um, so I really didn't care who won it. Nakamura won, of course. Um, so whatever. Then we go to the backstage segment of AJ Styles. Uh, he does like an interview. And then they move on to Rusev, Aiden English, and Lana backstage preparing for this dance-off of all things and this dance-off was the next part of the show and let's remember this is Smackdown this is what people online are referring to as the A show you know what I'm saying and I'm just not seeing it Um, the dance-off Lana versus Naomi and I don't know I don't even know where they came up with this segment you know what I'm saying like where did this come from I have no idea where this came from but they do a dance-off and it reaches a point where Lana sneak attacks Naomi. And that pretty much, I don't know, it's, I don't know, it was just out of nowhere. It was like a random attack. And then pretty much a bunch of chaos ensued uh, between like them and the Usos and Aiden English and Rusev and so on and so forth. I didn't really care for that segment either. And like I said, once again, this is what, this is what the IWC, internet wrestling community, is referring to as the A show. Like I said, I don't see it. Uh, match number two, New Day versus Sheamus and Cesaro, AKA The Bar. Um, actually, hold up. It was New Day versus Sheamus, Cesaro, and The Miz. It was a six-man tag match. So, um, and Justin, excuse me. All right, I'm good. So, six-man tag match where New Day are the faces, Sheamus, Cesaro, and Miz are the heels, 
Um, but overall, the match was pretty good. It was a lot of action. Xavier Woods really, really stood out in that match. You know, he did a lot of things, a lot of impressive things, a lot of cool things. Um, it was a lot of action, like I said. Um, the crowd was getting really into it. And they even drew a This Is Awesome chant. So honestly, that, that was like the best moment of the whole show, I could say, pretty much. Because I don't remember anything topping that. Uh, definitely the six-man tag. It was, it was a great, it was a really, really good match. Really entertaining. Um, it was a standout for the show. And of course, uh, Big E put away the Miz in that match. You know, he nailed the big ending and that was it. You know, three count, end of match, ball game, as JBL used to say. All right, so then we moved on to a backstage segment of Anderson and Gallows. Um, you know, they're pretty much cutting a promo or interview on, uh, you know, on their match with the Bludgeon Brothers at Money in the Bank for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team titles. Uh, then they were cut off by the Bludgeon Brothers, you know, you know, because they had a little TV screen on the side, you know, next to uh, Anderson and Gallows, and that's where the Bludgeon Brothers surfaced because they didn't actually confront them, you know, they didn't show up face to face, you know, they showed up on the screen and, you know, said some weirdness about liquefying human bodies or something and all sorts of other weirdness. And then we moved on to match number three, which consisted of Amanda from Tough Enough, AKA Mandy Rose, uh, versus Asuka. And Asuka's making her way down to the ring Sonya Deville just clobbers her from behind, knocks the crap out of her. I mean, like, it, it really didn't look like a part of the show. It didn't look like it was planned at all. She just knocked the crap out of her. And, you know, Asuka took a little while getting up because, honestly, I think she got hurt for real at a certain point, the way she fell. Um, it was it was just out of nowhere. It's like it's literally like she didn't expect that to happen. I don't know. Maybe she's just that good at selling. You know, she sold it pretty well, you know, if, if she didn't really get hurt. So, um, yeah, she got attacked as she was making her way to the ring. And, okay, as far as the match goes, uh, Amanda had the upper hand at that point because Asuka, like I said, she seemed to be hurt for real or either she was just playing it really good, selling, selling it really well. Um, so, yeah, that gave Amanda the upper hand. So we crashed to a commercial break at some point. Um, you know, where Amanda was dominating the first half of the match. So we, we crash to a commercial break, come back from the commercial break, and, you know, it gets a little more in Asuka's favor, I believe. Um, the match wasn't bad. It was kind of quick. Uh, the way the match ended, it pretty much consisted of Asuka winning with the Asuka lock, they call it. Um, her, uh, what is it, like a rare naked choke, pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's like a rear naked choke, and she pretty much won via submission. And then we had Carmella leaving the... Oh, because I totally forgot. She was... Yeah, Carmella was at the commentary table the whole time, running her mouth and bragging as usual. But after this match, Carmella had made her way to the ring to have a standoff with Asuka. She raises the belt, you know, like, I'm the champ, pretty much and she makes her way out of the ring and leaves. So, then we go to a backstage segment of Becky Lynch and Charlotte talking about Money in the Bank. And then Paige pretty much shows up with them, makes a PCB reference back from their old tag team, which I think uh, was about four or five years ago when they were known as PCB. It's Paige, Charlotte, and Becky. 
uh, yeah, Paige had made a reference to their old alliance. Um, and it was kind of awkward because Paige just showed up out of nowhere to do that. Um, I don't know. I don't know what you guys thought about that, but you can tell me what you think if you'd like to in the comment section. Uh, and then Paige just, you know, like I said, she vanished off. We got to another backstage segment where it was CN uh, meeting up with Sin Cara. And, you know, they start speaking Spanish to each other and so on and so forth. And, you know, Zelina Vega, a.k.a. Rosita from TNA, um, she confronted Sin Cara pretty much telling him he's a nobody and all this stuff. And then I guess... CN pretty much follows suit, and, you know, they pretty much blow off Sin Cara, like, whatever, dude, you know, and then they walk away. Then we move on to match number four, which was the main event and the final match of the evening. It was a, you know, the final Money in the Bank qualifier, um, or I guess maybe, was it a second chance, or was it a final? I'm kind of thinking, which one was it? Uh, but nonetheless, it was a Money in the Bank qualifier. It was Big Cass versus Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe in a triple threat match. And pretty much it's what you would expect. I mean, I, I know I say that a lot, but it's what you would expect from this match. Of course, the standout wrestlers of that match were Daniel Bryan and Samoa Joe. Like, Big Cass is just, he's boring, you know? And I, I've been seeing a lot of other people online saying the same thing, so a lot of people agree. Big Cass is boring. He's boring on the microphone. He's boring in the ring. So it's like pretty much at this point in time, it's like he's pretty much struggling without Enzo on his, you know, on his side, you know, like having his mouthpiece. His mouthpiece is missing. Like Enzo was a, he was a good talker. He was a good talker for Cass. He was a good talker for himself. And Enzo was no longer in WWE, of course. You know, and, and we all know why. We discussed this before. But just yesterday, I believe, he had released his uh, first rap video because now he's going to pursue, like, a rap career or something. And what did I think about that? Um, I don't know. I, I can't really say it was a great song. I can't say it was a good song. It was the song. No, no, just kidding. It's kind of pulling one of Roman Reigns' old sayings there but anyway I mean I don't think the song was, a, was I don't think it was a good rap song um, it was okay it wasn't awful either I mean honestly it was better than some of the garbage that I hear on the regular like when I'm like walking up the street and somebody's just blaring it out of their vehicle it's it's, it's better than that stuff um, it's about average you know it's not fantastic it's not anything phenomenal it's not going to go triple platinum um, at least not as far as I know <laughs> but I'm sure a lot of people watched it. A lot, a lot of people were interested. They wanted to see if Enzo was actually any good, and he was all right. He was all right. I'll give him that. You know, he wasn't the worst, and he wasn't the best. He's somewhere in between. Best way for me to really say. All right, so this is pretty much the end of this episode. Um, I wanted to keep it short and sweet. You know, I pretty much covered everything that happened in SmackDown. You know, uh, pretty much all the major stuff. You know, I don't, I don't cover every little aspect of the show. The stuff that really stand out, stands out, the stuff that really matters, the matches, some of the, pro, you know, promo segments and things like that. The things that matter is what, what's being discussed on this podcast. So, um, anyway, I just, you know, I want to wrap this one up because the Raw episode, you know, I went way too long in that episode. I didn't want that one to go as long as it did. Like, I, I went way over an hour in that one. And like I said, I don't want to be that guy to have that podcast that just goes on forever and just bores you to death. But 
like I said, right now we're currently in a transitional phase. I say we. I don't know why, why I say we because this is totally independent. I'm not working with anybody else on this project. It's, it's just me. So I don't know. I have a tendency. I have kind of a habit to say certain things. Sometimes I say we when it's really just me. Um, sometimes I say, I know I say, I say you know, I say you know a lot. I can't help that. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to work on it. I, I really am. But anyway, I, um, I'm wrapping the show up. And if you guys want to support the show, there's many ways to do it. I am on Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Facebook, SoundCloud, um, Pinterest even, you know, I'm, I'm everywhere. Uh, but the two main places where you can find me is Instagram and Twitter. I'm not a big fan of Facebook, and I know Instagram is a product of Facebook, but Instagram is more interesting than Facebook, and it's just, it's a better social media platform as far as I'm concerned. Um, it's, it's more simple, and it's, I don't know, I just like it better for some reason. But anyway, uh, like I said, if you want to support the show, there's many ways you can do it. Do it via social media. I'm also on YouTube, by the way. I, I just I'm on so many platforms. It's just hard for me to keep up sometimes. I got to manage all of these profiles, and it gets difficult. Anyway, if you want to support the show, you can do it on any one of those social media sites. Comment, rate, subscribe, follow, um, be a fan, whatever. Um, also, you can donate via PayPal. You can donate via GoFundMe there's two ways you can donate so you can also go to the website um, we're currently like I said we're in a transitional phase so I'm switching over from k-axis wrestling network to k-axis wrestling podcast that's the only real difference I'm just changing from network to podcast you know just you know so people can get a better idea of what the show is about you know because a network can be anything that's the reason in case anybody wanted to know but anyway I'm going through changes and I'll be doing a lot of that this week. I've already done a lot of it this week, so there's still a couple more things I need to do. Um, but by next week, you know, most of the changes will be there, if not all. Um, also, what else did I want to say? Like I said, support support the show any way you can. It doesn't matter. Uh, if you don't have money, that's understandable. Um, also, join the email list. You know, subscribe. When you go to the website on kaxiswrestlingnetwork.com, subscribe to the email list for your chance to win my giveaway special. And my giveaway special, I need to change the message, by the way, because right now, when you if you go there right now, you're going to see the $25 gift card thing, which was in, you know, it's an offer for people to, you know, to enter the contest to win the $25 gift card. But I'm going to do away with that one. Um, and I'm going to replace it with the giveaway of the old wrestling figures. And you can get a good look at those on my Instagram account. Because, you know, if you scroll through my Instagram photos, you'll see all the little wrestling figures lined up. The, the old WWF Attitude Era ones and the WCW ones and NWO ones. And, you know, you'll see all that stuff on my Instagram. And that's pretty much the action figures, the wrestling figures that I'm trying to get rid of. Um, because, you know, nobody really seemed committed to trying to wanting to buy them. So... Oh, well, I'll give them away because I, I, I want to get rid of them. I don't want to keep them anymore. You know, those days are over. Uh, you know, I've had them long enough. You know, and if anybody, any, any collectors out there would like to have them, you know, just go to the website, you know, enter your inter information, sign up, and enter for your chance to win the action figures. 
and I'm going to change the message on my site probably today or some other time this week. So when you go to the site, you'll see it as soon as you go there. That'll be the first thing that pops up if, you, if it's your first time visiting my site. So um, please enter. You know, make sure you enter in the contest. And I will choose a name at random, and that will be the person who will receive the wrestling figures because I will personally mail them to you if you win the contest. It's that simple. All right, wrapping up the show here, I am your host, K-Axis. I am signing off for K-Axis Wrestling Podcast, and I want you guys to have a good one. Stay safe, stay sober, do whatever it is to make you comfortable. Um, Stay safe, stay strong, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You guys have a good one. I'll see you next time. I'll see you next week, actually, for the next series of podcast episodes. So, you guys have a good one. Take care. Adios, amigos.